welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Chris Brown. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. Wonderful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Well, kids, you're doing an awesome job. I'm glad you're, you know, enjoying the service. I'm only going to speak for 10 minutes or so, and then we'll um, I'll come to a close in a word of prayer. Uh, you know, uh, Christmas cards are wonderful, and um, there's all different kinds, and uh, I want to show you pictures of a few of them. Uh, the first one is the classic snowy uh, Christmas card and uh, that doesn't really relate to Australia very much because we don't have a white Christmas. There's an Australian one, uh, you know, beach on the cricket, there's Santa and of course some people think, oh I don't know, you know, it's getting away from the meaning of Christmas so let's get more family oriented. Now just before you see the next one, I, I do want to warn you, um, the, uh, the family one, a few years ago my kids gave me a Christmas present uh, called uh, a book called Awkward Family Photos uh, and one of the photos in this book is a, um, a family Christmas card, a little awkward uh, and so we won't hold it up there for too long but uh, have a quick look at this uh, family Christmas photo. Uh, that was the Christmas card that one family thought, I love the wife just smiling away thinking yes I married him. <laughs> okay, very quickly, next one. Uh, so this one's more traditional. If you're American, they're like, well, let's just keep it, you know, traditional. If you look closely, you'll see they're all carrying guns. They're all packing. And in the top left, it itemises the exact um, calibre of each gun, which in America, they'd all appreciate and say, oh, look, he's got the new Uzi 45 mil. Good on him. Uh, and so then we think, okay, that's getting a little crazy. So let's get back to the real meaning of Christmas. So then we have nativity Christmas cards. And there is the classic sweet nativity scene. All the sheep behaving themselves perfectly. All looking there, baby Jesus, everyone happy. And then, of course, you can go even further and say, well, let's really make it really cute and go cartoony. And there, look, it looks even sweeter and surreal uh, and uh, lovely. Uh, of course, the reality is often quite different. Um, Christmas can be quite chaotic. Um, all those cards and images have one thing in common. Yeah, you can take that down now, thank you. Otherwise, we'll be staring at the... Um, unfortunately, the other one doesn't come back up either, the disturbing family one. Uh, all those images have one thing in common. Everyone's happy. Everyone's calm. Everyone's clean. Everything's very sweet. But as I said, Christmas can be quite chaotic and quite different to what those images you know, suggest... And the very first Christmas, uh, similarly, you know, we can, um, we can have uh, family gatherings that are, you know, a little full of, you know, factious and full of friction. Uh, there can be um, uh, just the whole shopping and give giving can be stressful, both on the, on the emotions and the wallet. Uh, and then there's some people that really find Christmas hard because... They're maybe lonely or lacking or disconnected uh, from family. And the very first Christmas was also pretty crazy because all those nativities, th those nativity scenes suggest this, you know, 
they, they look so sweet, but the reality is you've got a young couple who've just been married in very challenging circumstances because Mary had, you know, fallen pregnant before the marriage, which was scandalous. And then you've got them uh, having to travel back to Joseph's hometown of Bethlehem because the government had organised a census. Bad timing. And even worse, as they approach the town, Mary's got to give birth to the baby, so they go to find some accommodation. There were no rooms available in any of the hotels, motels, B&Bs, caravan parks, nothing. And so they end up in the garage at the back of the pub or the stable. In fact, some historians say it may have been a cave because they used caves to keep the animals warm and effectively as a stable. Regardless, again, whether whatever space it was, it was smelly. You know, the sheep weren't necessarily all behaving themselves, just sitting, goats, sheep, whatever animals, if you know anything about animals, they smell. And, uh, and so it wasn't the ideal environment to give birth to your first child, especially this child. Something's pretty, pretty special about this child. But amongst these difficult circumstances, they, the circumstances didn't stop the most important things. The joy of the couple and their new baby being born, this amazing, miraculous birth, the shepherds and the, the, the magi, the wise men from far away coming to worship this special child, the angels singing and rejoicing, and of course, Jesus, the Son of God, becoming the Son of Man, coming from heaven to earth, coming with joy and love and forgiveness and salvation and peace amongst the chaos. And I just want you to appreciate Jesus, the Prince of Peace. In fact, the Bible calls him that. If you look at this scripture from the book of Isaiah, you know, earlier we heard a passage that quoted from Isaiah about Jesus being born to a virgin, Emmanuel, God with us. There's actually over 400 different prophecies in the Old Testament written before Jesus came about Jesus prophesying, foretelling details that he fulfilled about how he was born, where he was born, how he would live, how he would die. And here's one of the most famous from Isaiah chapter 9. And it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Actually, the the theologians are in two camps as to whether there should be a comma there. Hebrews got two words and you can take it as wonderful counsellor or can be just wonderful. One of these titles is wonderful and counsellor or wonderful counsellor. Take it both ways. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And then the next bit says... He will reign on David's throne over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and forever and righteousness from that time on and forever. And the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. In other words, God was into this. God's hand, was, this is the, the, the centre point of human history. Jesus coming from heaven to earth for our sake because we need saving. And here he was. And he was bringing salvation, the perfect life, and perfect peace for each one of us to have. And, you know, no matter what goes on in your life, whether it's Christmas or some other time of life, you know, life can be 
a little crazy and chaotic. As I said, getting the shopping done at Christmas, even just getting a park to get the shopping done. I backed out of my car spot yesterday and so did the other guy behind me. <laughs> we nearly hit each other on, you know, two days before Christmas. <sighs> and so, you know, there's cars going everywhere. In fact, organising family events, organising church events at the same time. In fact, I know one crazy couple who decided on top of all this that they'd repaint their house just a couple of weeks before Christmas. I'm just making sure there's no paint to show who that idiot was. Um, but um, amongst the, we can have Christmas amongst the chaos of life. We can, we can have peace, eternal peace, peace that is deep within your soul that can't be shaken or taken away because the Prince of Peace has come and he's brought peace for you and for me. Peace that brings healing to heavy hearts that have been hurt by the, the stuff of life, the trials of life. Peace that touches our, our lives so we can be peacemakers into a world of anger and calm, crazy chaos and, and whether it's family or workplace or we can be ministers of that peace. And peace that says even though we're sinners, and undeserving of God's mercy, and we make mistakes, God forgives us, and through Jesus brings salvation and eternal life. And that's enough to give you quiet of soul, peace. And, uh, you know, Jesus, he wasn't born in perfect circumstances. And in our life, you'll never have perfect circumstances. There can always be some issue, worry, trouble, stress, whatever. But amongst it all, we can find Jesus and find his peace. Amen? Only because of Jesus. We can sing, as Viv did, It Is Well With My Soul. And you may know the backstory to that song. The man that wrote that song wrote it as soon as he had just found out that his wife and children had drowned tragically in a shipping shipwreck. And he sat down as a believer in God amongst all the pain and wrote that song because of God because of Jesus it is still well with my soul I'm I'm finding and leaning on and embracing the peace that only he can bring the peace of God that passes all understanding can come and guard my heart and mind in Christ and and he penned that song and it's been sung for a hundred years ever since with such sweetness and revelation of God's peace and so we can live in perfect peace in fact Isaiah, a few chapters after the verse we just looked at, he wrote these words, and I'll finish with this, this last verse. He wrote, God, you will keep in perfect peace those whose mind is stayed on you, who trust in you. And there's the key. Peace doesn't come automatically, naturally, but it comes to those who lean towards God with faith, who put their life in, their, in, his, in his hands and, and who trust in him. And that's all up to us. That's the free choice we all have. And I want to encourage you uh, this Christmas to lean into God and to trust him and to believe in him and to accept the claims of Christ. This, the babe of Bethlehem is also the Christ of Christmas. Not just the sweet little baby in the manger, but Jesus, Lord at thy birth, as we sing in one of those carols. He's more than just the cute historical figure. He is Christ the Lord and he 
wants to and can lead our life with wonderful lordship. And so let's come and have a word of prayer and then we uh, we come to a close. Wonderful. Lord Jesus. Come on, let's just spend a moment. Close your eyes. Kids, everyone, bow your heads for a moment and consider Jesus. Lord, you are the way, the truth, the life. You're the... You're the bright morning star, the great redeemer, the alpha, the omega, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and you are the prince of peace. And we look to you and lean on you and focus in on you. And I pray for everyone here today that we would take time over the Christmas season to consider who Jesus really was and is and can be for me. Lord Saviour, friend, leader, God, Emmanuel, God with us, Lord Jesus. You know, just as we're seated, I want to encourage you to commit your life to Christ if you've never done it before or a recommitment of your life. In fact, at the end of the service, I always spend time down here at the front. You can always come and talk to me or ask me to pray a prayer with you, lead you in a prayer of commitment. Simple prayer, an act of faith and trust in God. You can do it on your own. You can share with a Christian friend and you can follow that out by living for Him, not just for yourself, by committing to His family, the church, by serving Him. It's the best way you can possibly live your life, to lose it in order to find it. That's what Jesus said. Hang on to your life, you'll end up losing it. Lose your life for my sake, Jesus said, and then you'll truly discover it. Lord Jesus, we do that today. We commit our lives all over again. We want to follow you all the days of our lives. And we love you and thank you and appreciate that you came so long ago and yet so real and relevant to us today in our life. Jesus, wonderful. Amen. Touch every life here today, Lord, we pray. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.